0: Everybody should have had a better script before I opened up and started recording this podcast, but Welcome to the final Final podcast episode of 2021 It's weird to think, it feels like I've been doing the podcast forever And yes, I did have one a year ago or the year before that, I don't even remember when But this podcast, the actual good one, the one that I've actually put some fucking effort into has been recording since February, or February, if you're fucking political with it, and I absolutely love that, that it hasn't even been a year, and the podcast expectations I had for when I started are already 4x what I expected, Uh, so that's amazing. So, to finish off this year, it is going to be a massive one filled with responding to as many Questions as I can and topics that I can I chucked up on my Instagram stories. What sort of topics do you want to hear? What do you want me to cover and a lot of people sent in a lot of shit? Um, pretty much going on the Christmas motif, what do I do during the holidays eating through holidays mindset around holidays Christmas and New Year's and all that fun stuff so I will 100% Be touching on all of that If I figure out where the fuck my... It's because I'm in the wrong account. That usually happens when you're signed in to the wrong account. Um, Radio, here we go. Podcast topics. So I've got a few written down. I've got big questions because uh, I think about seven people sent through the same thing of should I be tracking calories through Christmas? Um, Spoiler alert, that's the first question. And then we're going to be going on a few and then I'll be going through my notifications and the question responses for the podcast and i'm going to try and pick as many as i can and then sort of group them together um so that way it doesn't feel like i'm calling anybody out and saying hey you said this um, until next year when i do a community episode and actually have that uh you know travis dot underscore donkey balls said <laughs> uh said this insert question And here's what I would respond to so I'm gonna do that in the new year where I'm gonna be having most likely around about five people questioning in or three people or whatever it ends up being X amount of people questioning in hey this question here and I'll be responding to that on the podcast episode ideally I want to be doing one of them monthly but with the amount of shit that I've got lined up for the next year is crazy the amount of new projects that are coming out the amount of new programs that are coming out the amount of shit that I'm gonna have to be putting out for potentially a new coach hire Uh, we have the amazing Tanil who is joining us as the business coordinator and she is going to be helping us spread the mission of the fitness genie and making sure we go from alpha to bravo to charlie to delta and just all the way through the alphabet really we're making sure that we are absolutely on track for quality results and at the end of the day that's really what we're all after isn't it (laughs) so Uh, I suppose without uh, further delay I suppose let us continue or actually let's go full fucking ASMR on this Uh, let us continue for this podcast episode that is going to be inside the genie's lamp for the final podcast episode on the 23rd of December 2021 I'm going to listen back to that and I'm going to be like you're a fucking idiot, Trav. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are! righty, let's get started, let's get into the shit because otherwise I'm going to start tearing up and I'm going to be like, holy shit, what a year it has been and start reviewing everything. <sighs> righty, here we go. Where's my little... Where's my little document? Isn't it fun that I didn't have any of this organized before I hit record? Come join me on my random bullshit that I do to a microphone That sounded really messed up and I hope that you don't sue For where your imagination went when I do some stuff to a microphone Okay, so I've titled it Chris- Christmas Podcast but clearly that's probably gonna be wrong by the time you're listening to this episode Or by the time you are listening to this episode four minutes and 47 seconds into it and we're just like hey here's a bunch of improv stuff that trav loves saying because he likes going on tangents and uh yeah so anywho we've already had a spoiler alert first question from about six people all in general um again no names is should i track calories through christmas and then by extension New Year's All of this is just going to be for this like holiday period Essentially from today Fucking onwards Until Let's say 3rd of January Because that's when I come back for coaching Coaching inquiries are still open However, availabilities are extremely limited Um, That's my shameless plug-in So The big thing that we're going to be focusing on Is all of these community questions Number one Should I track calories through Christmas? Uh, Short answer, no And long answer Fuck no. So what we're going to be looking for through Christmas, um, actually this would be a good segue into question number two because number one is should I track calories through the holiday period? The short of it is fuck no. The question number two is how to manage eating habits through Christmas and be more mindful. This is where I feel like I'm going to go on a pretty good tangent so let's start here. Um, all the questions that I got were sort of on this motif, like, how do I be more mindful in Christmas? Or if I'm not tracking calories, what do I do? Uh, and just this big fear, pretty much FOMO was a big one. Like, oh my God, there's seasonal food. There's Christmas food. I only get it once a year. I only see family members because of this. And the thing that I've been saying, if you're not a current client doing mindset coaching and you've had your call in the last eight, nine days. Or just your last coaching call for the year. Let's go with that. What I've been saying to every single client that is on board. And if you're not a current client, fucking listen closely because this is quite literally what people are paying me to hear. So the big thing that I'm saying to a lot of people when we get this um, final call, should I be tracking through the calories Should I be tracking through the calories? Should I be tracking through the holiday period? Fuck no. So if I'm not tracking calories, what do I do? How do I manage it? Particularly, not only physically of go do this, but then mentally, how do I navigate that? The first thing I'm going to do is give context around the situation. It's Christmas, it's New Year's, two of the biggest events on a calendar that are, if we were to print out a calendar and everyone from across the world said, here is this event, Christmas and New Year's would be on there without a doubt. I'm willing to bet like 98% of calendars, 99% of calendars, would have Christmas and New Year's. Obviously, I don't know everyone around the world, so I don't know what people are really going to say. But it's pretty fucking popular is what I'm getting at. So, Christmas, New Year's, they're literally within a week of each other, people. Within a week of each other. And actually, let let me grab up my little calendar here. It is Christmas on the Saturday, on the 25th, in case you didn't know that. On the Friday, on the following Friday, which, and this is how it typically goes. Christmas Eve, chill the fuck out, have some drinks, do whatever, get ready. If you're you're a new parent, it's going to be fucking drinking to get rid of the onslaught that is Christmas. So you don't feel like dying. Uh, And then obviously Christmas Day, whatever you were going to do there. I'm just gonna say chaos and you can insert your own chaos for that day. Then we have Boxing Day. A lot of people that have big families end up doing Boxing Day celebrations or friendmas or something like that. Boxing Day is the unofficial sort of second Christmas. It's Christmas 2.0, but with what you decide to do. And then from there, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, one, two, three, four. On the fifth day, after three days of holy shitness, we go into the new year period drinking laughing doing whatever celebrating ha 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 2022 can't be worse than this knock on wood and it, it just seems to always have this fucking contract clause of like ha huh, you didn't read the fine print if you say it's not going to get worse therefore we have to get worse it feels like that's what it is and the fucking magic moon man in the sky is just having none of it and i don't like it but anywho So within a week, you've got two major, major events, major holidays. And if we're tracking calories during that point, this is why I like giving context around this situation, particularly holiday periods. If you're tracking calories during that point, the only reason I would have you tracking calories is if you are a bodybuilder and your comp is in January, February, March, you know, we're in that peak point. It's just, it's exactly why. Had a fucking stroke which is exactly why i don't get people to track the calories because i do not work with bodybuilders because people that want to i ship them on and just say no we're not a good fit go somewhere else because i don't want that anxiety of like oh my god we didn't lose 200 grams this week so that's why we don't track calories because these two massive holiday event periods that are within a week of each other you're more than likely gonna be seeing family that you either don't see all year, there's gonna be seasonal treats around. Uh, First off for this year, we're coming out of a one in 100 year event. We haven't seen family in two, three years that we normally would. And the situation around this is holy fuck, we finally get to open a little bit unless you're suddenly becoming a close contact, in which case I am so fucking sorry. Um, We finally get to come out of this a little bit and we've got some freedom for the first time in two fucking years. And we can do what we want and we can go to do things that we actually want to do and enjoy and live our life because it feels like everything's been on pause for two years so you will go over your calories is the first thing i'm pretty much treating this like a call now but with no give and take which is hard for me because i'm a listener so this is very you will go over your calories it's inevitable It's going to happen. It's just a thing. Which is why I don't want you to track your calories because we're going over our calories. And if you were to go over your calories, you would most likely try and restrict and eat like 500, 800 calories, 1200 calories between now and New Year's to be like, oh my God. And one thing that pisses me off about this sort of holiday period is the absolute self-sabotage to confirm how much you fucked yourself during Christmas. Have the time of your life mentally it is the absolute epitome of what you need right now it is the cloud nine it is fucking everything that you need mentally emotionally and probably physically as well to just fucking relax chill out get some nutrients in your body the next day the fucking the next day people check in on the scales and they go i just want to see how much damage i've done if you're Stepping on the scales with that mindset of, I want to see how much damage I've done. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? If someone just said, Hey, this person's been, I don't know, let's go with a fucking horror movie. This person's been hacked to death with a chainsaw, you wouldn't be like, Mmm, but just how badly were they hacked? I'm going to need to see the damage before I actually give my opinion on this. Thank you very much. No, you would take their word for it. You'd go, that's fucked. I don't want to see that. And yet we have that mindset with the scales around the holiday period or just fucking any weekend really of if you're going in to weigh yourself with the mindset of essentially, I want to see how badly I fucked up. I want to see how I failed. I want to see what the damage is. I want to see, and there's just a negative around it don't do it if you're weighing in and before you weigh in the first thing that jumps through your head is something in a negative way don't do it why are you doing that don't do it to yourself if it's in that time where we need to weigh in because we need the data collection because I need to see, hey is this working is it not working fantastic let's do it and then we'll work on the mindset behind disassociating from the scales however staying on track with the holiday thing is You're going to go over your calories, so don't track it, because we don't want that guilt, shame, and judgment for yourself and self-sabotage of jumping on the scales after Christmas and drinks and foods and seasonal gifts and this shit that we're not going to have 364 days in the year. So don't do it. Don't worry about it. Just have fun. Just go out and enjoy yourself. Do whatever you need. If you are looking for permission to go out and do whatever you need to do through Christmas and everything, go do it. And just have fun. This is your permission. This is your whatever you need. This is your get out of jail free card to actually live your life and enjoy it. So that's Christmas. And then we've got the exact same thing that comes with New Year's, December 31st, January 1st, obviously, just in case you didn't know the dates for some fucking reason, I'm telling you. So we have those within a week of each other. That's the context around why I don't want you to track calories and macros around the holiday period, Christmas and New Year's. We're going to fuck them off. Getting to question two, now that you have that context for why I suggest not doing it, how do I manage eating habits through Christmas and be more mindful? Same thing I say to every single client, regardless of if you pay me a very low-end entry-level program, I nearly said my prices, you nearly got me, and the very fucking expensive transformation program aim for the protein that's it where is the protein if you're going to for example I'm gonna throw out a super stereotypical uh, Christmas thing situation lunch dinner whatever it is the first thing I'm gonna say is you're allowed to say no with the amount of peer pressure that is at Christmas and when you say no You will get peer pressured into, oh, come on, it's just a little bit, it's just this, you have to try it, you have to do this. If you're in that place where you're already feeling sick, overindulged, gone over your calories, just play it off. Oh, no, 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 that's fine, that's fine, thank you so much, I am so full, I cannot do. And the funny thing is, you're actually telling the fucking truth, and yet people will not accept it. And then you just go, fucking listen here. You (laughs) You don't get angry with them. You just go, no, it's fine. I'm full. Like I cannot eat another thing, particularly if you're in your early mid twenties and you're doing the fucking drive around to six different places all on the same day. People are going to be trying to jam things down your throat, jam food down your throat, take your presents fuck off, go to the next place. And it's like, oh, make the most of this Christmas because I'm hosting it, which is, you know, fair enough. But at the same time, This is going to sound very rude, but I'm not talking to the people that are hosting those things. I'm talking to the person that is you, that is the person that is trying to be more mindful in Christmas. For now, for just now, just pretend for a second that we don't care what people think. It's a crazy concept, but just think about it for a second. When we get to Christmas? No, I'm fine. Thank you. Oh, but you have to. I slaved over it. And emotional guilting no, 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 that's fine. I appreciate everything that you've done and everyone else seems to be obviously enjoying it. That is amazing, but it's just, I cannot fit any more in. So that's how we get out of that is tell the fucking truth. No, I'm good. Thank you. And then we go into the mindful eating of essentially point one, write these down if you want to. Point one, and by the way, just to let you know before I get into them, if you need to pause the podcast, fucking go for it. If not, seventeen minutes and thirty seconds. This is where it starts. Point one. Where's the protein? Meaning, fill up on protein. Find the protein. It has a larger thermic effect in the body than carbs or fat, so you're most likely going to burn off more protein than you are carbs or fats. So you've got that sort of Mini security blanket. It's not amazing even though v-shred is gonna try and tell you it's the biggest fucking secret in the industry It's definitely not. It just helps you in a lot of ways The thermic effect helps, but I digress Protein amazing most people fucking undereat it anyway So you're probably actually gonna finally hit your protein goal for once which will be amazing if there's like hams and roasts and chickens and all these things obviously not live chickens that would be a bit weird but t- dead chickens <laughs> I don't know how that makes it any better, I think I literally just put it together, even though I understood it this whole time, as to what vegans are preaching about. But anyway, I suppose I'd prefer to be healthy and have meat every now and then, and not feel like fainting. Anyway, um, anywho, that's point one. Where's the protein? Find the protein. Put that on your plate. Fill the protein up on your plate like all hell. Let's go for that. Let's eat the shit out of it. And if there's desserts, if there's all of those quote-unquote seasonal treats and the FOMO kicks in, have one. Notice how I said have one. And if you want to have two, have two. Who said that? Fucking Travis. Get out of here. Um, have some. That's the first point, where's the protein, find the protein, eat the protein, fill up on the protein, 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 protein. Second one, eat whatever you want, just don't eat like a fucking child. Oddly enough, people pay me a lot of money to hear that sentence. Eat whatever you want, just don't eat like a fucking child. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like, cool, what, do you, what does that mean to you? What does not eating like a child mean to you? Everyone's answer is different. So let me tell you what it means for me, Travis, the fitness gyny And the fitness gyno. Wow. That would not be good. Uh, anywho. So what does not eating like a child mean to me? feel like I'm at a fucking AA meeting. Um, <laughs> so what does that mean to me is if you are satisfied with your meal that you have had, then you are satisfied. You literally don't need any more because you are satisfied. The only thing as that is going to make you want more food is that it is currently present. If you, how do I say this? If a child came up to you, your child, if you don't have a child, pretend you've got a child. If you had your child come up to you and say, hey, mom, I feel like I've eaten enough. Can I have seconds? What would you do? Realistically for me, obviously I don't have kids. Let's fucking see how it goes in the future of, hey, dad, I've eaten enough. Can I have more? Oh, why do you want more? Well, it's there. I just don't want to miss out on it. But you said you've already eaten enough. Yeah. Okay. So why don't we just leave it for a bit? Why don't we just sit for 10 minutes, see how you feel, and then we'll just go from there. Okay, cool. Obviously, a kid is not going to be that fucking calm about the situation. They're probably going to hit you in the side of the head with a Tonka truck and then spank your ass with a Kanga cricket bat. While they're eating seconds particularly at Christmas while they're on a sugar rush. Anyway, um, that's what we're ideally after. Is, are you satisfied? Yes, fantastic. Is there a dessert there that you are absolutely craving that is your absolute favorite that you are going to die if you don't have? Yes, good, eat it. Indulge in the cravings, but don't go crazy with it. Don't be like, oh, it's Christmas, FOMO, and have seconds and thirds and fourths and fifths. If you want seconds, sit with it for 10 minutes And after that 10 minutes, if you're still really, really wanting it, go for it, have some. That's how we be more mindful, is we don't make that snap decision based off of either A, peer pressure that comes with a holiday period, or two, the food is present, so the temptation is there, so we're going to lean into it. Instead, sit with it. Change your mindset. It's not, oh, I need this, it's going to be gone, I can't do this. Just hang on, calm, calm down, let's bring the... Bring the thought level down a little bit and just bring it to a point of, man, that first one was so good. That one I've just had was amazing. Notice how I'm saying it about something I've already had. I'm not saying, oh, that was good. second one would be so fucking good right now. I can taste the second one. I should go back for more. No, I'm essentially saying I am so goddamn content with what I have just eaten. It was amazing. Best thing in the world. That's it. And then if you want seconds, sit with it for 10 minutes. And then if you still have that massive craving of, Holy shit, I need this go back for seconds. But one thing I do say, if you're trying to lose weight and essentially not feel sick seconds, particularly for dessert is your absolute limit. Absolute limit. I used to have a rule ages ago where it was like, okay, I can have three courses. If that's two dinners and a dessert, fantastic. If that's a dinner and two desserts, awesome. If that's lunch and then dinner and then this, all at the same point, then I wasn't, you know, I was going to do that, but it was going to be where's the protein. But it's just more manage yourself, manage your emotions, manage your thoughts as opposed to, oh, I wonder how many carbs is in this and trying to get logical with it in terms of, I wonder what the numbers are around this and trying to make it work because I can guarantee you, you won't make it work not a single person in history that I have coached has made Christmas calories work within their deficit calories. Hasn't happened. It's fucking Christmas. So go enjoy yourself. Enjoy your life. You have the permission to eat whatever the fuck that you want. As long as you don't go all out and messy with it and turn it into a giant, oh my God, I've had so much I feel sick. Because then it's not so much about and this is where we get into the delayed gratification of it's not so much about what i want right now it's how is this going to make me feel if i have it and for a lot of people it's if i have this second or if i have more and i'm already full i'm already satisfied i'm 100 percent happy with everything that i've had so in that regard why would i want more and you've most likely heard that saying of too much of a good thing is bad or too much of a good thing fucking sucks. I don't know what it is. I'm paraphrasing. So let's lean into that for a little bit. If you have more when you're already satisfied and already full, what is that going to do for you? Most likely going to tip you over the edge. You're going to feel absolutely shithouse and it's not going to do much for you. So then it doesn't become about, oh man, I can taste it. I still want it. This and that. And going into like Essentially talking yourself into it. Let's go into the mindset of, if I were to have that, I'm going to feel sick, so I don't want it. It's going to make me feel like shit. I'm going to have a food coma, this, that, whatever. And most likely from letting your food digest for about 20, 30 minutes, it will cure the craving of, oh my God, I want food. That's why I tell people to sit with it for a little bit. As soon as you finish food, it's not, oh my God, that was amazing, I need another one. And then instantly going for it it's not a snap decision which is why if we take 10 15 20 minutes and sit in it our cravings will most likely regulate themselves and be like oh yeah by the way hey that food you ate 10 minutes ago it's getting digested we're actually pretty fucking full we can't do anymore so that's what i suggest to almost every single person that is not even a client just anybody in this time going through holidays, trying to be more mindful, find the protein, don't eat like a child. And you're pretty fine. Then when we come back into it, I say January 3rd, because I like getting stuff done early is let's go for it then. But as I say that I'm wishing that I'd started on the 10th instead of the third for some fucking reason. But anyway, that's me. I just like getting shit done and I need to do a better job at resting which I'm going to do hopefully from here after I finish this episode and we go from there. So I hope that has helped. Essentially, that's what most of the questions were around. Should I track calories? Absolutely fucking not through Christmas and how to manage eating habits through Christmas and be more mindful. Realistically, to touch on this one real quick, because eating habits was a phrase that came up multiple times. Um, At Christmas, your eating habits don't exist because it is a situational construct. It is... It's not a habitual thing. It's not a, oh my God, I wake up, I do this. It's not a habit to do this. It's being more mindful that is going to get us out of this as opposed to my eating habits around Christmas. And eating habit would infer that it is a routine subconscious thing. When realistically it's not because you're already thinking about what you're gonna do. You're already panicking as to, oh my God, this is going to happen. Because it's situational. If it was a habit, most of it would be subconscious. So let's get the sort of uh, eating habit phrase out of there because it's situational, circumstantial, and it is very in this moment, what do I do? To reiterate it, find the protein and don't eat like a child. Rather simple. Easier said than done, of course. Um, now, we're gonna go through notifications, if I can fucking find where people- Oh my god, stop updating! If I can find where the goddamn things are. Here we go, okay. Cool, up yep. nope, that's a comment. Here we go. We're getting there, we're getting somewhere, people. Uh, New Year's resolutions was a massive one as well. Um, ooh, what am I gonna say on New Year's resolutions? apart from they don't work is same as anyone as to why they're signing up don't make a new year's resolution for an external reason i'm gonna go on a fucking tangent here let me chuck the phone down for a tick please don't make a resolution on an external thing we can't control i want to make more money i want to lose weight i want to whatever a lot of people when they make resolutions they look at the final step very rarely does anyone make a resolution to have less anxiety very rarely does anyone make a resolution to the sort of goals along the way of whatever they're trying to achieve if it's weight loss let's stick on weight loss because that's what everyone is here for um, the majority of people anyway if it's weight loss The exact same thing I say to people when they sign up is like, oh, what's the goal? Oh, I want to lose 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 kilos. Fantastic. Why? Go into that and make your resolution about the why and the purpose and the leverage that you will have. If it's, I used to use this analogy all the time and I'll start from here. If it's 5am, you're in bed, it's cozy as shit you've your bed is fresh sheets from the night before you've absolutely slunked into it like an like a squirrel into the world's comfiest burrito it is that perfect temperature that you want in your room it's not too hot but it's it's not too cold either it's just warm enough to the point where you're not sweaty you're not uncomfortable but you're also not cold and bed is comfy as fuck. You're in that perfect position where nothing in your body hurts. It is the epitome of sleeping on a cloud. And your alarm goes off. It wakes you up. You can hear the rain outside gently hitting your roof. Usually, these types of sounds are welcome. And you want them and they help you feel more relaxed and feel more asleep typically white noise machines and yet it's not what we want because it's five in the morning and your alarm's gone off and it's raining outside and you're cozy in your bed and the last thing you would want to do right now is leave that situation leave your bed leave the comfort of it essentially like sleeping in a hug like existing in a cloud and the last thing you would want to do is leave that situation yet your alarm has gone off you've made a promise to yourself and you made a non-negotiation contract with your own self to go to the gym on this day at this time to perform upper body exercises because it's a part of your program Because you want to lose weight. Are you going to do it? Now, an interesting thing just happened that I heard through the fucking cosmos. Most of you said, well, yeah, if it's in my program, yeah, I'm going to do it. Of course I would. You know, I have to. If it's in my program, I've paid for it. I'm going to do it. You know, I'm committed. I'm all in. And then there's other people on the opposite side that said, fuck no. And then there's a random few that go, no, because I exercise in the afternoon. And for you people, yeah, it's fair enough. Um, So it's not so much, do you want to lose weight? Because that's unmotivating as fuck when we put it in terms like that. We put it in that context of, are you going to get out of bed at 5am when you're comfy as fuck and it's raining outside? Are you going to get out of bed? So that you can go, boy howdy, if I do this session, I can probably lose 100 grams by tomorrow morning. No. Because that'd be fucking insane. If you did do that, props to you, you are more powerful than I and you should be running my business. Actually, probably not. Considering the podcast is about to go ham on, why not to do that? So, we focus on the why. We focus on, why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to feel better? What is it going to do for your life if you were the dream version of yourself? If you look in, I don't like saying five years because who knows what the fuck is going to happen in five years. I hit my five year goal in fucking 18 months. So in 12 months time, let's shorten that time frame. If you were just a, an ideal version of yourself, habits, behaviors, responses, uh, just being you as a person is your core self is your identity is your personality is your habits and behaviors and everything that you do everything you espouse as a person if it was absolute ideal dream state where would it be write them all down i want to be this person my i would do this and an interesting thing that you can do particularly for if you're a resolutioner is to write these things down as if you had already achieved them i am someone that goes to the gym five days a week I am someone that eats healthy. I am someone that meal preps. I am someone that gets takeaway once a week or once a fortnight or once or whenever the fuck your ideal situation is once a whenever and write these things down as if I am, I am, I am, because it's shifting your identity and it's making your brain go, Oh shit. Okay. I don't do that stuff anymore. Apparently I go to the gym five days a week. And if you keep looking at that, awesome. Here are all the things that I am. Look at them, read them like fucking Santa with his list, check them twice. And once you've got that and you've read them twice and you can see all of these, yep, that's exactly what I want. I want you to put in giant, big, fucking bold letters underneath all of them or even on a new page. If I was this person, how would it affect my life? How would it affect my current life? Or if you don't want to get too technical with it, just in giant, big, bold fucking letters, just why? Why? Why do I want to achieve these things? Why are they going to benefit me? Why, why, why? Make your resolution about the why. New Year's resolution, I'm going to lose weight. No. New Year's resolution, I'm going to quit smoking. No. Because they're end goals. Realistically, you set an end goal. How many of you in the past have set that end goal and then have absolutely zero fucking idea what your first step's going to be? Make the resolution for the end goal Yes, because obviously that's the ideal thing that we want And just say I am going to achieve this Here's why So then, if you want to be more powerful with it Make the resolution around the first step My New Year's resolution Is to sign up at the gym First step And attend at least three times a week Step two From there Once I have essentially done that, ticked it off, whatever. Once I have done that, I am going to learn to track calories, macros, hire a nutrition coach, get a mindset coach, speak to Trav finally because I know that he can absolutely change my fucking life. I've just been too scared to inquire. And, you know, just whatever's in your mind, really. (laughs) Just whatever it is. So it's not so much making a resolution about one thing for an end goal it's not even a resolution it's just in the new year here's my step-by-step plan for changing my life the resolution may be i'm gonna lose weight but how and this is where a lot of people fuck up on their resolutions is they focus on the end goal for example if my resolution was i want to make a hundred thousand dollars i wouldn't say my new year's resolution is to make a hundred thousand dollars how the fuck am i going to make more money Am I going to start a new business? Am I going to do Am I going to do a side hustle? Is it going to be e-commerce? Is it going to be mindset coaching? Is it going to be fucking selling little genie statues? Is it going to be selling my painted DD minis? Who knows? Because no one does the first, second, third step of, okay, here's the end goal that I want. Here's the ideal dream self. How do I achieve it? No. They just go, I want to lose weight. And then go, I'm going to do exactly what I used to do. All those fucking years ago, I'm going to sign up at the gym and I'm going to do five hit class and they go all in. Notice how the first step I did was very manageable. My new year's resolution is to sign up at the gym. The second step was I'm going to go at least three times a week. It wasn't ideally I would like to go to the gym five days a week or particularly when people fill out the questionnaire to sign up. How many days a week can you commit to training? People go every day. I message them and say, hey, I noticed on your questionnaire you put every day for training. Realistically, though, how many are you going to get into the gym? Oh, yeah, probably like three to four. Awesome. Do you feel like it's going to be more realistic if you do three or if you do four? Is four the stretch goal or are you saying three because shit comes up in life? And then that's where we figure that out and we go, okay, cool. Sounds like you're after four, but if you get three, that's amazing too. So I'll program for four days so that if you get them, huzzah, that's going to (laughs) be, apparently I say huzzah when clients (laughs) achieve goals, (laughs) huzzah, and program them for four days. Awesome. That's what we do. If you get three though, that'll still be amazing. So let's do that. So we break it down into my new year's resolution is actually the first step. And it's not so much of just focusing on the end goal the ex the end external goal it's the end intrinsic goal i'm doing this quote unquote external goal losing weight getting more money whatever it is i'm focusing on this external goal because of this intrinsic reason and then we focus on the intrinsic reason and bring that to the forefront of our mind and fucking focus on that so that's my sort of thoughts around resolutions and as a matter of fact to be very blunt and open and honest with you, obviously that's why you fucking follow me so that I can help you through this stuff, is very, owl hit my hand on the bench. I don't do almost any marketing around new year's resolutions. I will give you five seconds to take a guess as to where I do most of my marketing, call to actions, and just promo stuff for coaching. I'll give you five seconds. Three, Two, 1 mid Feb if you said mid Feb fantastic you get a hundred house points but in terms of I haven't used house points in fucking years good to know they were a redundant currency just like fucking anyway I put out most of my marketing mid Feb and whatever comes after Feb January February March mid Feb all the way up to usually first week of March oh no, resolution didn't quite work out? Were you doing the same thing that you're used to over and over and over again? The same resolution for five years in a row? Maybe doing the same thing and expecting different results is a little bit crazy or not going to work for you. So instead, why don't we focus on finding out what is actually going to work for you so you don't have to do a New Year's resolution this year that's where my marketing goes out, particularly for the fact that I used to have a lot of marketing around New Year's resolutions, and as soon as I said, hey, there's a three-month minimum coaching period, people would go, mm, nah. Like, are you fucking serious? You just made a resolution to change your entire life for the year, and yet three months of committing to yourself is too much? What about the other nine months of the fucking year? God, oh, no, I was really hoping to just lose the 10 kilos in six weeks. It's like, oh, gee all right, I'll see you in 12 weeks then when you sign up and you're actually heavier than when you started. So, yeah. That's my sort of thoughts on resolutions. Um, getting back to the questions, where are we? Um, man, there's, I should have written some of these down. These are really good. Uh, but I'm not gonna get to all of them because otherwise I'll be here for fucking 12 hours. How to enjoy Christmas or big family events that might trigger the game plan. Um, I feel like I touched on that earlier if not you hopefully know who you are message me we'll run through it Um, actually I know (laughs) I know who you are because obviously I'm looking at you but we actually did run through that on a coaching call Um, things I'm looking forward to in 2022 goals etc also a recap on 2021 with goods and bads that is going to be a podcast I reckon for the new year but a quick little recap um, ooh, God, nearly deleted someone. Um, things I'm looking forward to in 2022: hiring a coach, uh, exercise and nutrition coach to come on and take some load off me. Um, Tanil, the business coordinator, is going to take a lot of pressure off me, so I can just focus on coaching. I don't have to worry about as much admin stuff, and getting to a point of what I call clean practices of admin is set up inquiries is set, like there's just systems in place to really take away the pressure of what i'm doing and how to go about it and all that fun shit. and the business is going to be sort of not a clean slate because i know business is always going to be messy but cleaning it up as much as we can so that it's systematic in terms of this happens when this happens when this happens when that happens And we go through it like this and then this is how a person initially reaches out this is how they get contacted this is how they get onboarded this is how they sign up these are the results they get and then they refer us and then they give us awesome results uh testimonials in terms of that i think i'm more excited for the systems than anything else but then also i've noticed that where i have a massive sort of passion is for example spoiler alert um, one of my goals for 2022 is going to be donate $10,000 to charity. And that's just something that I want to do just because I want to, because it's something I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to be that person that like just drops 10k on charity for a good reason, for a good cause that I actually believe in and just be like, Hey, here it is. Fucking go have fun. I know what it's like to blah, blah, blah. And just drop that off. That'd be fucking sick. And One of the areas where I found that I'm most passionate about in the new year is bringing on coaches and the first coach I'm going to hire is going to have to, I believe anyway, this might change in the new year, is going to have to have some sort of plug and play method in terms of, do you know how to uh, program someone's workouts and build around injuries and fun stuff? Can you do that in a gym setting? Awesome. Fantastic. Fantastic. Can you progressively overload them? Fantastic. Can you deload them? Fantastic. Like they're going to have to have that sort of background. And then also, can you update their calories and macros? Can you calculate all that shit? Can you do whatever? That's the first person I feel like I'm going to have to hire. But after that. I really want to get to a point where I can actually hire people and mentor them and send them on their way once they've gotten what they want from either the business obviously I hope I hire someone that is around for life but realistically people are gonna get bored they're gonna want to go do their own thing they're gonna want to try and expand and they're gonna learn as much from me as possible and then essentially that mentorship side of things of here's how fucked the industry was when I started in it I don't want that for obviously anyone else of The fact that there's a lot of good coaches out there, but the way the fitness industry is geared is to just take advantage of new people into the industry, regardless of how talented they are, and it's just a fucking money siphon. So, yeah, you can make decent money as a personal trainer. Most of it goes back into just being a personal trainer, which is a shit thing. So I want to be that mentor for new people or new coaches coming into the industry. And hopefully just be that little bit of a mentor, a little bit of a shield and a little bit of a, yeah, it fucking sucks, but this will get you on your way. Um, obviously start to expand their clients if it goes that way and start to fill out their books and make them like, hey, full time, whatever. If not, I can at least mentor them in like the right direction of this is what I did. This is what a lot of other coaches I know that are successful that have done. This is how to plan for this. And when they feel ready, they go on their own way. So I feel like that's something where I'm going to put a little bit of time in. Um, And there's also a lot of programs coming up that I'm super interested in and just flexing the business away from like, there is a potential in the new year that I might even set up a schedule where I get a fucking weekend, like a regular weekend off. That would be insane to actually clock out on Friday and go Saturday, Sunday, do whatever I want. That'd be fucking That'd be insane probably wouldn't do it because two days off in a row (laughs) oh fucking kidding me drive me crazy um but yeah it's just all these exciting things that are coming up and i don't want to give away too much because there's a lot of announcements and teasers and stuff that are sort of scheduled for the new year um but i will 100 be doing a doing a year in review um post towards the new year but yeah i think i'm going to stop there because my voice is... I'm losing my voice with how many sales calls I've done. Um, onboarding new clients, current client calls, podcasts, everything. You can probably hear it and I'm losing my voice. So, and that's why I need water to make sure I can actually fucking talk. So, with that, um, to anybody that is interested in fucking anything, coaching or just need advice or whatever... Message me, reach out to me, I'll still be doing and replying to reach out messages um, Email us, go through the website, do whatever you need to do To get coaching, I'm booked out until like 20th of January at the moment So get in early because I will be booked out Once these calls that are already booked in and new clients come on board I will most likely be booked out until f- fucking late April Jesus, that's crazy to say um, but yeah, if you need me for anything, let me know Message me. Otherwise, I'm not doing coaching calls. I'm not doing PT, I'm not doing any big shit. I'm actually gonna do my absolute darndest to take some time and just relax and do nothing. Otherwise, if you need me, message me. I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Or if it's a very basic question, email contact at the fitnessgenie.com.au and Tani will be in contact with you as soon as possible. Um But otherwise, yeah, stay safe. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year all that fun shit. And thank you all for an amazing year. It's been crazy. I nearly quit back in April. so fucking glad I didn't. Um, And yeah, I appreciate you all so much. If you're following on Instagram, if you follow on TikTok, ideally both. Um, If you're a follower for this podcast, again, ideally. But otherwise, thank you all so much for an amazing year, helping me build out my dream really and actually bringing my dream to life because where it is now is where i dreamed that it would be when i first decided to get back into personal training wouldn't it be crazy if this um so yeah i'm gonna go cry and i'll speak to you all later